Welcome to Meet the Manufacturers podcast, brought to you by Manufacture CT and sponsored by Cone Resnick. Advisory, assurance, tax, and online at coneresnick.com. On every episode, we take the opportunity to learn more about a local manufacturing business. Welcome to the latest edition of Meet the Manufacturers. On this edition, I have the great pleasure of speaking with Barry Alexander, the CEO and founder of Hartford-based Aqualine Drones. Barry, welcome to Meet the Manufacturers. Thanks for having me, Claire. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for your time. Now, come on then. Tell me about you and Aqualine Drones. What do you do? We're kind of one and the same, you know, Barry Alexander and Aqualine Drones. And here at Aqualine, we're a full-service drone manufacturer and, you know, provider of uh, cloud solutions. Now, fantastic. You're based in Hartford, Connecticut. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, We're in the center of downtown Hartford, somewhat very visible to the public at 750 Main Street in downtown Hartford. Amazing. And tell me about the products you make. You actually manufacture the drones. Yes, we do. We have a full life cycle, a full service outfit, manufacturing outfit here, from conceptual design to R&D to manufacturing to uh, product testing, deployment, sales, and service. Amazing. So I know obviously very little about drones. That's why I make podcasts. So tell me about the application. So do you sell to an end user or do you sell solely wholesale to businesses? And what are the the uses for drones in the market right now? Current, currently, our our focus is on the, on the commercial space. When you think of drones, there, there has been somewhat of a misconception um, about drones. When you think of drones, you think of gadgetry, which essentially they start off as gadgetry or toys, but uh, eventually evolved into you know, tools um, used for commercial applications by you know, adding you know, cameras and sensors to them that, were, that would allow them to you know, gather footage and to a certain extent do some of the um, initial analysis on the edge, making them more versatile. Drones are used for just about everything from A to Z, multiple use cases, whether it be, you know, asset inspection, whether it be, you know, search and rescue missions through law enforcement, um, used by first responders, whether it be coastline erosion inspection, inspection of bridges, tunnels, you know, power lines, you know, smart farming applications, spraying, fruit counting, fruit analysis, everything from A to Z um, you can use drones for. Essentially anything that requires some kind of uh, aerial perspective to give you a more holistic picture of your environment is what you would use drones for. And so they're finding their ways into just about every, you know, end of society and providing that relative benefit that we ordinarily did not have before. It's exciting times. I've got to be honest, I've read a number of articles about obviously using drones to deliver goods to people in major cities. Is that something that you've been involved with in any way? Absolutely. About two years ago, we got involved in a project that would allow us to uh, deliver human tissues and organs and wow. also also the acquisition of a small um, airline, which is somewhat being converted to serve that purpose. So what you will have here eventually sometime this year, I think by late summer, is a full service uh, outfit that 
uses both manned and unmanned aircraft, i.e. drones, to move, you know, human tissues and organs, patients, both, uh, you know, stretcher and ambulatory cases in an aeromedical transport outfit manner. You know, some of the services obviously benefit society more than others. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, on the delivery side of things, you could get as mundane as, you know, delivering dog food, but there are also some, you know, real true life-saving applications like the delivery of human tissue and organs, which uh, we're part of. That is absolutely incredible, truly. So how long has the company been around and how did you arrive founding this business? Well, aviation is in my squarely in my DNA. I've been involved in aviation at every level and in different capacities over the past 25 plus years. Started off as, as a helicopter pilot, then an a airline transport pilot, worked as a captain for multiple airlines over a 25 year period. Worked as an aircraft mechanic, a flight instructor, director of operations, chief pilot as well. And so drones being essentially aircraft uh, falls squarely within the ambit of aviation. And so it was somewhat of a natural extension that I got involved with drones, um, had an opportunity to, to vet the industry on a global scale, better understand the requisite resources required to put together a forceful and be a forceful market entrant in the drone space. And now we have a thriving enterprise that's also sustainable that we're it, proud of. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So tell me, what does your regular day look like? Your roles and responsibilities, I guess, as CEO and founder. What does the average day look like for Barry Alexander? Well, the average day is a 26-7 day <laughs> in, that, <laughs> in, in that we have operations in about uh, five countries, four different time zones. And so if we're talking to our folks in India or in France or the Netherlands or Switzerland or in Brazil, I'm usually up around the clock, napping in between, of course, uh, taking power naps, but just maintaining some you know, presence within all those um, environments around the world is what my typical day looks like with you know, my office in downtown Hartford, uh, where our headquarters is, and a home office as well, allowing me to be available to our operation on a global scale, 26-7. Wow, it's a big claim, it's a big claim. So tell me then about your equipment or your machinery that you use, I guess, to make your drones. And is it made there in Hartford at that facility? Well, we have a very healthy global supply chain Fortunately, most of, of the, the, the products or parts that we use are made right here in the U.S. I know there's been a lot of concern over time about, you know, drones being, um, you know, commercial off-the-shelf drones being procured through um, or by what, what's called covered countries, countries that don't necessarily have a healthy security reputation with, with the U.S., and so that has somewhat defined our model, our business model, to one that focuses on building an all-domestic and healthy you know, manufacturing ecosystem in the U.S. to produce, you know, uh, mid-in-America drones. Gotcha. So you've moved from, I guess, aviation work into the more manufacturing-focused field. What has that change and that evolution been like for you? 
it's been quite rewarding. I somewhat stepped away from my last assignment working for a prominent airline, flying a Boeing 747 around the world wow. in, support of, in support of U.S. military operations and also um, global commercial activity. I wanted more. I wanted to continue my journey to the summit. And I thought that was a good um, springboard uh, for me to do that, such that, you know, I, I leveraged everything that I had. Again, left, my, left that job at the pinnacle of my career um, to form Aqualine Drones. And so the, the, the three or five year plus time I spent vetting the industry on a global scale came in handy when we started, you know, conceptualizing Aqualine Drones um, incubating, you know, the different um, processes and bringing most of our products and lines of business um, to commercial status. So here we are today with, you know, essentially an ecosystem of commercial drone activity and drone technology that is, you know, time such that most of what we do caters to our current environment in a post-COVID you know, world where we now have the ability to provide job opportunities for people who want to work remotely, who will not be returning to your normal siloed type working environment. It's really painting a, a rosy picture um, on the horizon for us that we took the time to prepare adequately. We remained nimble throughout that time, um, fortified at the core and extremely tenacious, I might add. So tell me then, you know, you mentioned COVID and the pandemic. Have you noticed any effect on your business, good or bad? Have you had any issues with supply chain or increased sales or decreased sales throughout the sort of the last year that the pandemic's kind of had us in its grip? Supply chain was, was a big issue, uh, almost uh, crippling, in that we were not able to make certain milestone, you know, that we had within certain programs, for example, we offer a very robust online training program called Flight to the Future, which can be accessed via um, flighttothefuture.com. And essentially it's a best in class video expose of, of drone training, which allows you to prepare for your part 107 um, you know, commercial drone license with the FAA but, but trains you to be a competent and safe drone operator. Some of those milestones, the fact that we also manufacture drones, which the students who graduate from the program are gonna be using those drones. We had substantial delays from our supply chain, not allowing us or having us you know, push um, you know, certain dates out into the future as far as when the drones were gonna be ready, that were gonna be used by the students different aspects of, you know, um, the training program that were affected by, you know, people in different countries coming out with COVID, not being able to work. So all in all, it was, it was somewhat tumultuous, but remained extremely focused and fortified. And here we are today being able to deliver a world-class product um, that is being, you know, hailed as best on the market that we're proud of it's uh, you know been deployed at a time where people are looking to retool in a very very short period of time for something that costs you know basically pennies on the dollar. So flight to the future accessed via flighttothefuture.com 
is the way to get into our ecosystem to become a commercial drone pilot and also to make a very, very um, good living, a six-figure salary, essentially, as a drone operator. There's wow. absolutely nothing um, glamorous about being poor. And so <laughs> <laughs> if, um, <laughs> if you want to get your life on a, a different and positive track, I, I strongly recommend looking at our you know online drone train program and getting involved with it and to a point where we also provide you jobs at the end of the program that uh, puts you to work right away. Wow. So, so get yourself certified. What's that website again? Flight? Flighttothefuture.com. Amazing. I think that's going to get some hits after this, that's for sure. So other than, <laughs> other than coronavirus, are you tackling any other new or exciting opportunities or challenges within the business just at the moment? Well, the, the the most recent challenge is the labor shortage. We, we're on track to hire in excess of, of 500 individuals um, this year, mainly to stand up our um, you know, call and contact center mm-hmm. um, here in Hartford. Wow. And also to add you know, uh, production technicians um, to our manufacturing efforts. And working with uh, key groups, such as Capital Workforce Partners or, or CT Hires. We've been successful at attracting some really good talent, working with the city of Hartford and also the state of Connecticut in ensuring that we have some of the requisite resources that will allow us to defer some of the cost in, in scaling. Um, that's, that's helpful. But in the end, we want to, and we do have, you know, uh, mechanism in place to allow people to be self-actualized and to pursue those opportunities, whether it be in drone production, in um, the provision of, of drone services from becoming a drone service provider, the sale, the eventual sale of, of commercial drone insurance and, and some other key um, revenue drivers that all make a part of our, you know, ecosystem here at Aqualine. It's incredible. So there are so many different potential careers within this industry. Tell me a little bit about what you're looking for when resumes hit your desk, whether it be production technicians, whether it be people who have an interest in becoming certified. What kind of attributes are you looking for from people, prospective employees of, of Aqualine Drones? A keen sense of business aptitude, some uh, discipline, of course, understanding that this is, you know, somewhat aviation centric and there are certain, you know, disciplines associated with immersing yourself in an aviation environment that holds uh, safety as its its number one um, response, its primary responsibility, ensuring safety. Safety is foremost. And so responsible, safe individuals are the ones we find to be most employable. Other than that, your ability to to read and write and understand the English language for the most part. We do have people here who have, you know, a bit less of that, but nonetheless, we we find opportunities for them to continue working here in support of other activities that require some proficiencies, uh, namely in being able to read, write, and understand the English language. Gotcha. How many employees do you have at the moment, Barry? On a global scale, um, I think we're pushing we're pushing 300. 
Wow. With the aspiration of adding an additional 500 before before year end, wow. mainly as sales um, sales representatives and production technicians. Wow, that's incredible year on year growth. Incredible. Yes. So on a more personal level, then thinking about your career and where you are now and this business, what three people or figures they could be in history or current that have had the most impact on your life or your career? What three people have had the most impact on you? I would say, you know, well, my parents, first and foremost, um, they were very, very instrumental in making sure I understood the value of gratitude as far as, you know, opportunities valuing the opportunities and being thankful for the opportunities that have that have been given to me over time. Everyone gets enab- enabled at some point in their life. And I've had people along the way who have somewhat enabled my success. And so I'm very, very grateful to them, starting from my parents. In my early years, um, involved in different business activity, there are individuals, uh, business owners who, who supported my business aspirations. And so thankful to them as well, but also some of the community leaders who understand that our most valuable asset is the human capital. And so any individual, um, whether it be a public figure or not, who has an interest in ensuring that, you know, um, you know, um, humans come first and participates in activities that provide you know, opportunity for all are those who I admire the most. So what do you like to do then when you are trying to relax and not working? I know you work more than 24 hours a day, but if you do get any downtime, what do you like to do to unwind and chill out? Very, very little, very little. I'm inspired by what I do. And I literally jump out of bed throughout the day or night to answer to the call of, of, of the business. If you lay on your back long enough, you'll eventually see and identify the cracks in your ceiling. And so spending time, you know, thinking through our business, thinking through our business aspirations, thinking of how we could make a difference, thinking of how to amass the requisite resources that would support our business activity, thinking of how we could provide opportunities for those here and behind us to to thrive and, and not be somewhat disenfranchised or, or left out of the system. All those things weigh on me, on my mind on a daily basis. And so that keeps my brain very active um, to a point where I even talk in my sleep. And Crikey. You know, <laughs> anyone who hears me talking in my sleep would you know, probably be better off in, engaging in, in conversation because <laughs> they might learn something. <laughs> but... Um, you know, as far as, you know, things outside of, of uh, running the company, uh, very, very little. Um, yep. I like riding motorcycles, which I haven't done in quite some time. I, I do own, you know, motorcycle. Um, so hopefully someday I'll, I will get to that. I enjoy fishing, which I haven't done in quite some time as well. But timing is most opportune for what it is we're doing. We're in a very precarious period in our, in our lifetime where um, COVID has really ushered in some challenges. And being part of a movement that is instrumental in finding, you know, ways to work, you know, through, around and above those challenges keeps me occupied enough. It sounds like you have very little downtime. I hope that you get to spend some more time fishing and on your motorcycle soon. So thinking back 
across your career, you know, way back, way back. What are some of your biggest successes or things that you're most proud of that you've achieved in your career to date? Every business that I've owned did fairly, fairly well. And I am very grateful for some of the people I met along the way who allowed me to um, look at things a different way, to question the way in which, you know, things were done and to to make, um, you know, relevant changes all contributing to, to the overall success of the, the, um, the business undertakings. Every aviation um, certificate or rating that I achieved, whether it be my commercial helicopter license, my airline transport pilot license, aircraft maintenance technician license or AMP, flight instructor certificate, every every rating and certificate was an achievement. Every successful business undertaking was an achievement. Um, every interaction with, with um, people who um, added value and gave me an opportunity to, to give back was an achievement. So overall, you know, what you're looking at today is more of a culmination of my life's experiences to which I'm very, very, very grateful. And also to this country, I'm originally from the Caribbean, I'm island of St. Lucia, been here um, around uh, 40 years. And this country has provided me, you know, a plethora of opportunity that I have taken advantage of. And, you know, also an opportunity to give back to, um, to the communities, to society in the way that we do helps me sleep at night. Very much so. If you could have dinner with any figure in history, now they can be alive or they can be past, uh, but if you could have dinner with any figure or any two figures, who would you invite to your dinner party and what questions might you ask them? <laughs> I would say probably uh, you know, President Obama. Quite uh, you know, charismatic, quite uh, methodical in his thought processes. Obviously, he had to overcome you know, a litany of challenges, as, as I did, uh, made it to the summit um, to become, you know, the highest, you know, ranking officer or chief executive of, of the country or pretty much the world. And so having risen to that height, you know, is inspirational. I would love, you know, for an opportunity to sit with him one day and, um, you know, tea and crumpets. <laughs> who could refuse tea and crumpets with Obama I'd be there with bells on that's amazing so <laughs> tell me a little bit then about what you like most about your job your company and your industry at the moment and and what does the future hold you know I know you're going to try and employ a, an additional 500 people in the next six months uh, but what, what does the future hold beyond the end of this year what do you love about your job most of all I enjoy leadership. I take leadership uh, seriously. A leader without followers is essentially a guy taking a walk. I've been very fortunate to have people in leadership or who left leadership positions like Army or Air Force uh, generals to come work with us, um, nuclear physicists, algorithmic mathematicians, software engineers, business gurus, all working in concert toward a common goal. And so you know, Aqualine has grown rapidly over a very, very um, short period of time um, with extremely um, great promise up ahead. We've been very successful at building an entire um, drone uh, ecosystem from manufacturing drones to providing drone solutions to, ind to various industries. 
to providing you know competent and safe commercial drone training to eventually providing commercial drone insurance to building a uh, aviation centric cloud that supports our entire ecosystem where we can deploy cloud clones or drone operations and operate them autonomously anywhere in the world. Those are all things to be proud of. Um, recently won an award as a tech startup of the year, which is certainly no, um, noteworthy, which is uh, proof that uh, we, we have been doing a few um, notable things that are recognized by the industry. And so getting calls on a daily basis from, from governments around the world, organizations around the world, wanting us to build and support solutions, whether it be border security, whether it be farming, whether it be um, in the utilities, uh, oil and gas industries, just amazing um, getting those calls and, and seeing you know, firsthand how they're handled by the people that we have on, on our team, which we call a family, makes me proud that we've somewhat succeeded. A lot, obviously a lot of work um, left um, to be done, but here we are today, having built that, you know, ecosystem, entire ecosystem, end-to-end -end continuum of, of drone services, where it has now become more of a galaxy, if you may, that we can entertain, you know, business activities from companies that are totally not related to Appline, but nonetheless can be incorporated into our business flow, or their products can be, you know, paired into our our system or paired to our cloud to provide you know, continuity of service. Incredible. Barry, the sky really is the limit. Boom, boom. <laughs> Listen, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. If people want to get in touch with you and carry on the conversation, maybe learn, out, learn more about the certifications or the roles that you've got available, how can they reach out to you and find out more information? You can go to our website, um, aquilinedrones.com, or specific to the online drone pilot training program, um, you would go to flighttothefuture.com. Barry. Flight, F-L-I-G-H-T, 2-T-O-T-H-E, the future, F-E-T-U-R-E, dot com. And that should lead you to eventually the the uh, the shopping cart where you could uh, enroll in the program and be on your way to becoming a competent drone pilot and on your way to earning a six-figure salary. Absolutely nothing glamorous about being poor. So here's an opportunity to retool, get your life on a different trajectory toward working um, and earning a six-figure salary. Incredible. What a what a pitch. I'm I'm jumping on that website as we speak. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you today. I wish you and your company and its entire ecosystem the very best of luck. It'll be fantastic to check in with you in a year or so's time and to see if you hit those growth targets. Quite incredible work. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Claire. Thank you to your 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 beloved listeners and thanks for allowing me and Aqualine to use your platform to get our message across to the masses. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this edition of Meet the Manufacturers, brought to you by Manufacture CT. If you would like to find out more about Manufacture CT or you would like to join the organization, you can visit the website manufacturect.org.
This podcast is sponsored by Cone Resnick, one of the largest accounting, tax and business advisory companies in the United States. Visit their website for more details, coneresnick.com. Cone Resnick, advisory, assurance, tax.